if quantum computing breaks Bitcoin, it means that encryption is broken, the entire internet is broken, and basically telecommunications as we know it are completely broken. So we have bigger problems, we have bigger fish to fry if that actually happens. Welcome to the Bitcoin Basics podcast with your hosts, Faris and Gordon from CoinCompass.com, enabling you to safely buy and securely store your Bitcoins. All resources are in the show notes and description, including our disclaimer. Visit BitcoinBasicsPodcast.com to subscribe and discover other free content. If you enjoyed this podcast, please subscribe, like, and share so we can find others like yourself. Hello, everyone. Thank you for joining us for another Bitcoin Basics podcast. I'm Ferris, and I'm here with Gordon today. How are you, Gordon? I'm uh, good, thanks. I'm waiting for the beach to open. <laughs> and I am still in New Zealand in my cabin in the woods, and um, we're going to do a proof of recording. So today is the 20th of April. Uh, UTC time is 0330. The price of Bitcoin, according to the Bitstamp, is 7,178, and the block height is 6,000, sorry, 600,000. Let me try that again. The block height is 626,799. And Gordon, what is our question for today, please? And then uh, my last question is, with the advent of quantum, quantum computing, do you foresee problems caused by the ability to mine coins at an accelerated speed, which is much faster than what the coins were previously set up for? Thank you very much. So this question, I'm actually going to throw to Gordon. Um, Gordon is the tech-heavy side of CoinCompass, and this is obviously a technical computer-related question. Uh, just to give you my brief summary of what I think the question relates to, and Gordon can either correct me here or go deeper into the woods. Essentially, quantum computers are very, very fast computers. It's the next generation of computers. Uh, they don't exist yet, but they're on the verge of creating them. And my understanding is that the Bitcoin blockchain, so mining for Bitcoins, is working off of the generation of computers that we have today. When quantum computers come along, they're going to be so much faster that the code-breaking algorithm, the hash that you need to figure out for Bitcoin mining, well, these quantum computers are going to figure it out so fast because at the moment it takes about 10 minutes on average. Well, apparently these quantum computers will be able to do it in seconds, thus be able to basically completely destroy the Bitcoin blockchain, eradicate all miners, and in, a, in essence, just completely um, destroy the technology that Bitcoin is based on. So that is the theory out there that quantum computers will ultimately destroy the Bitcoin blockchain and mining. Gordon, I will throw it to you to um, <laughs> crucify me for that one if you need to. Yeah, this is a pretty common question, and I can answer it in the short way and the long way. The short way is we're around about 40 years away from that, so don't worry about it now. Come and uh, go to coincompass.com slash ask in about the year uh, 2045, and we'll answer that question. The long version, yes, Ferris? It's all right. So you might be tech savvy. I'm the mathematician here, but 40 years plus today is not 2045, it's 2060. Well, I was conservatively a lot of uh, <laughs> a lot of quantum mechanics thinks about twenty years, so twenty to forty years. So twenty plus that is uh, 
2040 or 2045. That's a conservative estimate. I was just happy to get a correction in before you corrected me for probably a lot. (laughs) So this is a question we get uh, quite a lot. Quantum computers are going to break everything. They're going to break the world. And um, that's simply not true. I guess the argument that I see is similar to the, we're going to have a solar flare. There's going to be a massive EMP spike. It's going to take out all the satellites. It's going to take out all the world's electronics. Therefore, Bitcoin is not going to work anymore. Well, if that's the case, there are many other things that won't work anymore. And civilization is basically doomed at that point. So I think we're, we're talking along similar lines. If quantum computing breaks Bitcoin, it means that encryption is broken. The entire internet is broken. And basically telecommunications, as we know it, are completely broken. So we have bigger problems. We have bigger fish to fry if that actually happens. More specifically, and again, uh, neither Faris or myself are quantum mechanics. We're not experts. We're not quantum physicists. So this may be pretty short. But I certainly know about Bitcoin. But looking at most of the experts, firstly, most of the experts say conservatively, this could be a problem in about 20 years. A lot of them actually say 40 years. But I mean, technology moves exponentially. So who knows? But um, they're saying that basically at the moment, quantum computing is in a phase of, say, the 1940s, maybe 1950s. So you've got these computers that are as big as a room. They take a lot of power. They've got vacuum tubes. There's no operating system. They're one giant calculator. So that's where we are with quantum computers at the moment. They can do one thing. They can add two big numbers together. And that's pretty much all they can do at the moment. So we're a long way off. However, that being said, um, there are two possibilities, certainly when it comes to Bitcoin, in terms of the quantum computing threat. And as Faris mentioned, and as the question mentioned, could quantum computers mine and compete and basically outplay any other miner, which would mean instead of uh, a block being solved in 10 minutes, a quantum computer could solve it in a couple of seconds. Yes, that could definitely happen. Again, we may be 20 years plus away from that. But actually, that is not the biggest threat because we could simply change the algorithm. So that Rubik's cube that is being solved every 10 minutes, we could simply change that to be something that's quantum resistant. So this whole debate started about nine months ago when Google claimed, you know, some sort of quantum superiority and saying, uh, you know, we've got the fastest quantum computer, da 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 da. And a lot of altcoins, shitcoins, alternative to Bitcoin, said we've got this new blockchain that is quantum resistant. So we're using algorithms that are quantum resistant, unlike Bitcoin. So we're prepared for the future. We've got the safest and secure blockchain. So that was a massive PR marketing hype that went around that. And pretty much all the quantum physicists say that you can't actually prove that something's quantum resistant by using existing computers to prove that they can't be hacked. So it's kind of impossible to prove that in the first point. Um, the second point, of course, is that far off. And realistically, uh, the Bitcoin developers could change that Rubik's Cube to a Sudoku puzzle, to a crossword, to some other algorithm, which would basically mean that those quantum computers using something, Bitcoin using something that's quantum resistant could basically negate that. So I'm not worried about Bitcoin mining and no one is worried about Bitcoin mining being 
taken over by quantum computers. And if they were, there would be a competition as well. So yes, maybe initially quantum computers could take over, but then eventually manufacturers come along. And so then you have quantum computers competing amongst each other. So I don't see that as a threat at all. If you enjoyed this podcast, please subscribe, like, and share so we can find others like yourself. So Gordon, when you say quantum computers competing against each other, do you mean basically people mining for Bitcoin will essentially just go and buy a quantum computer and use quantum computers to mine Bitcoin instead of what they're using now? Yeah, so at the moment we have Bitcoin miners, which we call ASICs, A-S-I-C, and basically you just replace ASICs with quantum computers. So you'd have the same market all over again. You just have, instead of people using custom-built Bitcoin mining equipment, you'd have custom-built Bitcoin quantum equipment. And my guess would be people mining Bitcoin would be the first to go out there and buy these computers. Yeah, absolutely. So I, I really don't see that as a problem. And, and the question asked about Bitcoin mining. So if that did happen, it's not as if one day we wake up and quantum computers have taken over the world. There's actually going to be many canaries in the coal mine and there are going to be many uh, proof of concepts, theories, implementations way be- before anything like that happens. So there's going to be huge signposts on the road to say that that's near or five years away or whatever. So uh, Bitcoin development would definitely keep on top of that. And, you know, maybe some of these altcoins um, experimenting with quantum resistant algorithms, that's a good thing. And um, yeah, it's a good experiment. We can see where that happens. But in terms of Bitcoin mining, not worried whatsoever for, for, all, the, for all the reasons I've mentioned. The second part of the most, probably more serious part is actually the reverse engineering of Bitcoin addresses. And so this is perhaps something to be a little bit more worried about is that quantum computers could actually, well, potentially in theory, reverse engineer Bitcoin addresses. So at the moment we have uh, Bitcoin wallets. You download a Bitcoin wallet, Bitcoin wallet generates your private key. Your private key then generates a public key and a public key then generates a Bitcoin address. So basically you've got this one-way function from private key to public key, from public key to Bitcoin address. That is a one-way function. And with cryptography at the moment, there's, I'm going to mention a fancy word and it's called asymmetric cryptography, which is a fancy way of saying one-way cryptography. It can only go one way. It, you can't go backwards. You can't reverse engineer it. So I can't look at a Bitcoin address which is made up of a private key and a public key to generate the Bitcoin address on the blockchain. So I couldn't send you money and then look at your Bitcoin address and say, oh, I'm going to reverse engineer it. I wonder what Ferris's private key is so that then I can spend his funds. That's not how it works. So the theory is that quantum computers could actually brute force that or actually reverse engineer Bitcoin addresses back to their private keys. This is obviously an enormous problem if it happens. And some people are saying, well, we could just change the way that we create Bitcoin addresses. That's probably the best solution. However, that's only moving forward. So let's say if this is a problem in five years time or 10 years time, we change Bitcoin so that it uses quantum resistant in terms of creating the private key, the public key and Bitcoin address so that you can't go backwards. But what about all those addresses that are already on the blockchain already, you know, going back to 
block zero Satoshi's coins. They were created with this existing technology. So that is the main um, argument for quantum computing. Not that you could get quantum computing miners to basically take over the network and do a 51% attack, but you could actually reverse engineer existing Bitcoin addresses, including going right back to Satoshi's and actually find out what the private keys are for those addresses. Okay. And that's something that you're saying is a probable scenario, but what are the possibilities of that scenario? High, low? Well, again, I'm not a quantum uh, physicist, so I have to go by what the experts are saying. And the experts are saying that, look, at the moment we've got this giant calculator we're in the 1950s and it can do one thing. It can add two big numbers or it can do some of that. We're really so far away from any proof of concept, let alone theory. So, I mean, most of them are saying conservatively 20 years. Um, Someone's saying 20, 30, 40 years. But uh, if you listen to a couple of podcasts about the threat to Bitcoin and quantum computing, they all kind of agree that it would take at least 10, 15 years to design a quantum computer and remember, when we're talking about a single-use computer, we're not talking about a Mac, Windows, or Linux computer that you know you can play solitaire on, but you can also do spreadsheeting. We're talking about something designed for a single task. So whether that's um, some sort of AI or finding some proteins or doing some sort of scientific research, it's designed for a single task. It's not a general-purpose computer. It's not something you can say, oh, yeah, I'm going to write this simple program on my Windows 10 computer to do this or to create a new game. It's actually, um, you know, takes the theory of say 10 years to design something, create a proof of concept that might take five years, 10 years, and then implement it is the hardest stage because that's an engineering phase. That's another 10, 15 years. So it's not as if you can just write a program overnight and uh, you've got Bitcoin mining. Cool. Well, I'm very happy with that answer. That's, um, I believe we've addressed that question. And just a reminder, if you are not happy with the question provided, and thank you again for posing it, please go to coincompass.com forward slash ask and say, hey, not happy with that answer. Tell me more. Or pose a completely different question. We And I forgot to, what day are we in now, Gordon? We're in our 30 years of Bitcoin. How many days do we have left? This is day 22. 22. I forgot to say it in the beginning. Uh, we will be back very shortly with a, another um, episode, another question. And thank you again for listening, everyone. Thanks for watching or listening. Please visit coincompass.com free to register to our socials and discover other free content. Subscribing, liking, and following helps this content remain ad-free. Until next time.